Section 8 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 7, January 1896. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Geographic Literature Elementary Physical Geography by Ralph S. Tarr assistant professor of dynamic geology and physical geography at cornell university four hundred and eighty eight pages with maps and two hundred and sixty seven illustrations new york macmillan and company eighteen ninety five one dollar and forty cents this book appears well adapted to serve as a textbook of physical geography it will commend itself by its perspicuous style to the favorable attention of those who may desire information concerning the most recent developments in this important field without the labor of examining purely professional papers and who do not care to depend on irresponsible newspaper reports the chapters devoted to geology are as might be expected unexceptionable in its treatment of ocean currents however the work is open to criticism with regard to the temperature and wind theories, the author fails to make himself clear. He also omits any explanation of the important part the salts play in the matter of ocean currents, and he entirely ignores the Yucatan Channel Current, the strongest one in existence. The general appearance of the book is excellent. The illustrations, with but few exceptions, as for example that of Mount Vesuvius on page 376, are very good and the price is exceedingly reasonable the gold diggings of cape horn a study of life in tierra del fuego and patagonia by john r spears three hundred nineteen pages with illustrations new york g b putnam sons eighteen ninety five so few books have been written about the terra incognita between cape horn and the straits of magellan that a new one by so well-known an author as mr john r spears will be heartily welcomed it is written in the author's usual quaint style with a vein of humour running all the way through and while it does not claim to be a record of personal exploration like Burbom's or lady brassey's but merely a collection of newspaper sketches written up at home from data gleaned during a cruise around the ages it is full of valuable information while the author's ideas of the gold diggings are a trifle too sanguine his account of the ona iagan tehulche alakuluf and other indians as well as of the missionaries who are trying in vain to tame them of the famous welsh colony on chubut river of the general resources and also of the birds beasts and reptiles of lands at the tip end of the hemisphere is extremely interesting Stanford's Compendium of Geography and Travel, New Series, Africa, Volume 2, South Africa, by A. H. Keane, FRGS, etc. 671 pages with 11 maps and 92 illustrations, London, Edward Stanford, 1895, American Agents, J. B. Lippincott Company, Philadelphia, $4.50. This admirable volume, fresh from the press gives an authentic up-to-date account of the geography history and political complexion of south africa it is illustrated by nearly one hundred admirably chosen plates and text figures and a dozen excellent colored maps perhaps no part of the world 
has ever undergone so rapid and fundamental a metamorphosis as has south africa since the leading powers resolved a few years ago to transform this continent to a political dependency of europe occurrences of far-reaching consequence says the author have followed in such swift succession that in the preparation of this work the chief difficulty has been to keep pace with the shifting scenes in some instances many carefully prepared pages have had to be greatly modified and even rewritten owing to the unexpected turn taken by events in various parts of the continent madagascar mauritius and other islands of the indian ocean are included in the book and the author adopts the very modern view of an indo-african continent connecting south africa through madagascar with the indian peninsula while the work deals mainly as would be expected with the more purely geographic and political questions it still bestows some attention on the fauna and flora and it would have been well if these subjects had been referred to some of the eminent british naturalists who are so well qualified to speak on these topics national geographic monographs published under the auspices of the national geographic society three hundred and thirty six pages illustrated new york american book company eighteen ninety five one dollar and forty cents the first series comprising numbers one to ten ends with december it consists of memoirs by powell shaler russell willis diller davis gilbert and hayes on geographic topics of primary importance all geographers will find much that is interesting and instructive in these memoirs but to american teachers and students they will be especially valuable they have been published by the american book company in the hope that memoirs by authors ranking among the most eminent of american scientists would by their intrinsic worth and scientific interest advance the cause of higher education in the united states tibet notes on the ethnology of tibet based on collections in the united states national museum by w w rockhill report of united states national museum for eighteen ninety three six hundred sixty five to seven hundred forty seven pages plus one to fifty two washington eighteen ninety five readers of these interesting pages will be gratified that so extensive a collection from this comparatively unknown country has been made by the national museum it is fortunate that the description of the different objects has fallen into the hands of one so competent by acquirements and experience as mr rockhill chile republique de chile carte commerciale physique etc par f bianconi librairie che paris eighteen ninety five a valuable addition to the che series giving the latest information regarding the agricultural and mineral resources commerce railways etc of chile with a map one to two million five hundred thousand embodying the latest surveys special consular reports volume twelve highways of commerce the ocean lines railways canals and other trade routes of foreign countries washington eighteen ninety five seven hundred sixty three pages with nine maps a timely publication whose value is materially increased by a number of maps of which the most important show the railways of mexico siberia natal and india some of the data as seems unavoidable in government publications are nearly two years old the railway mileage of the world on december thirty first eighteen ninety four was four hundred twenty three thousand nine hundred twenty three of which 
189,576, were in the United States. At the end of 1892, the mileage of the principal countries and the average cost per mile as given by the German Minister of Public Works were as follows. United States, 174,747 miles, $59,300. Germany, 27,451 miles, $95,200. France, 24,014 miles, $131,900. Great Britain and Ireland, 20,321 miles, $131,000. Russia, 19,622 miles, $90,400. Austria-Hungary, 17,621 miles, $95,400. Canada and other British-American provinces, 14,866 miles, $57,600. Italy, 8,496 miles, $114,600. Argentine Republic, 8,161 miles. Mexico, 6,624 miles. Brazil, 6,388 miles. Spain, 6,169 miles. Belgium, 3,379 miles. $131,000. The information concerning the railways of South and Central Africa is of a special interest although great progress has been made in the extension of transportation lines during the past year. The value of the report is enhanced by the insertion of the well-known map of the world issued by the Hydrographic Office of the United States Navy Department in June 1891, which shows tracks of full-powered steam vessels with distances and probably contains a larger amount of information on this subject than can be found elsewhere within an equally limited space. Its presentation on the map in both graphic and tabular form increases its usefulness. The distances between different ports on the east and west coasts of North and South America and the shores of the Gulf of Mexico and Caribbean Sea are also shown. The volume contains a full topical index. End of section 8